what are you doing? I'm reversing the polarity of my ultrasonic screwdriver's power source. Reverse the polarity. Reverse, reverse, reverse the polarity. I just reversed the polarity. Welcome to the Fan of the Fool, everyone. I'm the fan, Matt Antonelli. I'm the fool, Alex Cameron. Which segment do we do first? Are you doing a brief review? Yeah, I'm going to do... Can I do two? Yeah. Well, we better start with that first, then. Okay, a brief... Matthew's brief and spoiler-free review of current episode. Because there was a current episode. Oh, so we're the actual... Yes. So... Explain yourself. um, The episode was called Eve of the Daleks. Mm -hmm. And it was on Christmas... Christmas. Oh, spoilers. Now I know that the Daleks are still around 60 years later. I won't give you too much of the storyline. But basically they're trying to kill the Doctor. Shock horror. Whoa. There you go. Whoa. Um, Eve of the Darks, which is, I it's guess, like, is kind of a rare storyline because normally they're doing something else and the doctor turns up. Oh. This time they're like, we're killing. It's just killing actually her. about him. Her. Oh, her, sorry. Her. Yeah, we're yes. up to the 13th doctor. Jody, I'm so used to just one doctor. Yes. Um, so. Actually, two now. I'm going to. After the movie. I'm going to say a few things. Okay. That's, that's good. It's a podcast. So, I really liked the episode. Mm-hmm. And I think that the story was really good, and there was some guest stars in it, and it was a bit more of like it's like a comedy, but also the Daleks were in it, like killing a bunch of people, so it was also a bit like. Ooh. You don't mean a comedy like the Romans? No, much better than the Romans. Oh. However, Uh-oh. there's been some fan backlash because a a relationship has occurred, okay. which to me personally. I just think that that relationship had no, like, uh, what would you call it? Like, lead up? It was just like, here we are. It's on. So, I just feel like... uh, So, the Romans. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess. (laughs) I think what's happened is um, fans have been like... So, this is like Jodie's third season. And in her first season, there was no old villains... So it was all, like, fresh villains, which is cool. Yeah. And then I think the fans were like, where are the Daleks? What's going on here? Why isn't this person like this person? And I think there's just been a lot of reaction. Because mm-hmm. this season we got, like, everyone back. So there's, like, villains that... Classic villains all the time. Okay. And this relationship is what the fans wanted, I think. And I think that that's been forced... Mm. Instead of, like, just naturally occurring. Yeah. So, I don't know. It kind of depends what happens. Cause it's still th- I think she's still got three more episodes. So I'm interested to see how oh, it progresses. Oh, last season. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how it progresses. But I think it's going to end in some kind of tragedy anyway. Ooh, okay. So, I think the Doctor... Uh, someone might like the Doctor... But then they might get killed. Oh, I'm. I get the feeling this happens a lot. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe not. A lot. Maybe not a lot. But companions do die. Yeah, but who are in love with the see. doctor? Oh, okay. They better not kill off my Barbara. Not yet. You mean Barbara, who was definitely the hero again in these sets yes. episodes? <laughs> you know, you want to know something funny before we get into it? Well, no, I'll save it. I'll save it because I want it to be in the episode discussion. Um, so but yes, of course. This is this is Barbara and the and the Daleks, or Barbara and the Crusade. It's not Doctor Who. Um, I will say that in this current episode, you know how I said in the end of the last current episodes 
some things were unresolved. Mm-hmm. I think this is like starting to resolve some things. So that's good. So that's good. Because you were worried, weren't you? Yeah, I think it'll be. I think Chris Chibnall, who's the like lit head writer, I think he's trying to give Jody like a nice arc to end mm-hmm. her doctoring. Right. Good. Um, so the next little thing, because you got to see, you got to stand for me. I'm, I'm trying to not give you anything, but I think I've done that. Oh, you also got you got to give it a rating. I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it an eight out of thirteen. Okay. So above average, but I think it could go up depending on the next few episodes. You know what I mean? Right. Like sometimes story strands lead somewhere, and you're like, oh, I don't know where they go to yet. True. But I watched it twice. So oh, okay. Because you wanted to make sure you picked everything thing. up. Yeah, because I was like. I think I even might go back and watch some of our old episodes because I was like, is this just a relationship that I just missed? Oh. So I might need to do that. See, I'm glad you like the writer. So far for me, in season two, 1965 or six, whatever it is. 65. There's only one writer I trust. Terry Nation. Everyone else has been hopeless. I mean, David Whitaker, who did these ones, he also did The Rescue, the first one with Vicky. Okay, he's okay. He's okay. And he did the Edge of Destru- Destruction. Remember that one where they were just in the box. He likes those ones. He likes those those uh, shorter stories. Yeah, but, um, but shorter as in two episode ones. Yeah, they were two episode. They gave him four this time, and they were like, "Let's just let's just keep two of them." Yeah, destroy the other two. <laughs> you seem to like it this way, so <laughs> let's bin the other two. Um, so the other thing is, I listened to another audio book, and I wouldn't normally bring up two things. But today I went for a bushwalk. That's okay. what I do sometimes. Hang on, I just have to cap it for YouTube. So this is Matthew's brief, brief and spoiler-free free review of audio story. Radio play. Radio play. And this one's, uh, it's a short trip. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, Big Finish, who does all the Doctor Who audio plays, yep. they sometimes release short trips, which are like $3, and they're like like 45 minutes to an hour. Okay. So that's pretty good. This one's called O, o- Tenenbaum. And it features the first Doctor. So it's oh, like relevant. lovely. Um, and basically he comes across uh, with one of his companions called Stephen, who you will meet soon. Right. Um, they come across a house in the woods and the trees seem to be moving. It's a Christmas story. So the Christmas oh. trees are all moving and they, they, they attack people. So it's a bit... Ugh. Wow. Um, but the Doctor figures it all out, obviously. Of course. Um... Now, I bring it up because he he shouts at the trees because they're doing something. They're adolescent trees, and they're just, like, they're being, like, typical children. Right. And so he says to them, um, you need to have a jolly good think about what you're doing. <laughs> and he said, if you were a companion of mine, you'd be on your way home with a spanked bottom. What you need is a jolly good smack bottom. Really? Yes. <laughs> So they knew that, that that was pivotal to his character. <laughs> so they put it in here as well. I love it. I thought these were just things that we liked for fun, but they actually are part of his character that people I guess recognize. So. And there's so much, because it's a, a short trip, it's just one actor playing all the parts. Oh, okay. But it's actually one actor playing one character. Yeah. So it's all in their perspective. And they're describing. But they're describing what the other characters are doing. So this is from Steven's perspective. Oh, okay. And the doctor says all those things, and Stephen's like, <laughs> he says, 
from now on I'll be a much better companion than the TARDIS. <laughs> so, and does it fit within the storyline of what actually happens in the show? Yeah, yeah, okay. so normally they're placed somewhere, like... Um, so this would probably be early on in Stephen's travels. Um, See, I had two questions based on what you just said. You've answered the first one, because I was going to ask you, does the guy doing... Um, the doctor imitate him well, but it's not him speaking. So no, I mean the actor voices him. Okay, and does a good inter- does a good thing, and but it sounds like Stephen imitating the doctor. Yeah, and Stephen even um, Stephen even says some things that are like like he describes what the doctor's doing, like like tapping his lips and like. Um, giving mm-hmm. his little laughs and um, his hat because they are in the snow, so he describes the little hat thing he's got going on. Yeah. So it's pretty good. In fact, uh, it was a, it was awesome. I want to give it a twelve out of thirteen. Wow! Yeah, uh, if you like Doctor Who, you should listen to it's O Ten and Balm. That's awesome. It's pretty good, and it, I think it, I think I got it for three bucks. That's pretty cool. So yeah. my other thing I wanted to note was. <sighs> So you're telling me someone dies or moves on pretty soon because I don't think the Doctor's going to have an additional companion at this point. I feel like four is enough people. Um, or can you not really answer that well, question? Well, I mean, obviously companions come and go. Right. But whether they die... No, but is it normally four people in total? No, it's not. It uh, changes. It changes. So sometimes it's four. I mean, the most he normally has is three with him. Okay, but sometimes it can be less. Yeah. yeah. I mean, most often it's just two people in the TARDIS. It's him and a companion. Okay, so someone's leaving soon. It better not be Barbara. She's the only person that wins these stories anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you need to fight an Aztec warrior. Um, or, or if you go for a court, the Doctor's good at that. We saw that. Yeah, no, he'll keep doing it. You wait till the sixth Doctor. He's all about the court. I don't... I like this guy. Yeah, well, there's 13 more of them. But I've In already... fact, no, there is 13 more of them. But I've already seen that the next guy has a flute. I don't want a guy with a flute. I want this guy with you his You don't know that off. the flute's bad. You thought he... You probably didn't think he was great at the start. We always hate the new guy for a bit. Okay, well, he was not the new guy. He was the guy. He was the only... Well, you'll one. hate the new guy for a bit. Yeah, I, I see that coming. Don't worry. Ready? Is it Doctor Who? Who? Yeah, buddy. You go for it. Mm. I tried to pick something that will throw you off. I think... Am I allowed to pick it up? I just want to make sure there's nothing like that will give it away. Yeah. Like a name or something. I mean, only if you, like, squint. Okay, I'm not, I, I won't look at it too close. I just want to pick it up. Because Can I press the buttons? Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Oh. Hello. <laughs> okay, well, the thing is, it looks like what would be a sonic screwdriver type device, mm. but it also looks like something from Alien. I mean, look at it, like an alien claw, so I'm confused now. That one just lights up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to turn that down in the post. I won't. <laughs> Maybe don't just slam it. <laughs> Why would it look like this, though? If it's a sonic screwdriver, that's not a screwdriver. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, but the other one. Where's the other one? Yeah. That also doesn't. I mean, it could look like a screwdriver, I guess. 
I'm going to say it's. I think I'm wrong, but I feel like it's not Doctor Who. It's too alien. It is Doctor Who. Uh, is it a screwdriver? It is a sonic screwdriver. Why does it look like an alien claw? It's a th- the thirteenth. It's the latest screwdriver. Oh, so they were like, we should probably reference the fact that this person's meant to be an alien. Um, she actually makes this. Uh, maybe I shouldn't tell you how she makes it. Oh, but it, it's from something. It's from her first episode. Oh, okay, so that's why it looks like that. That makes sense. Yeah, it's a little bit... Most of the ones that they get um, are from somewhere, and they're, like, elegant and stuff, but this one she just kind of smashed together. So it looks a bit dodge. Okay. But if you press double clip, press it. Different. Oh. And if you triple press it. Ooh. <laughs> Are those all things that it actually does on the show, or have they just yeah. added random sounds? Well, you picked a good, you picked a good one because I was feeling the screwdriver, but it looks so odd. So well done, Matthew. Thank you very much. I'm here all week. Yeah. All right, you ready to talk about this? Uh, your favorite episode? I'll tell you what, it's not the web planet, so I'm already got a smile on my face. I these are real people. This is um, the crusade, and I'd just like to point out. I actually liked this episode, these episodes. So did I. And um, I didn't say you didn't. But you sounded surprised. Yeah, because you normally hate everything. Now um, That is not true <laughs> at all. I hate bees on the web planet. I liked that bee outfit. And that bee lady. Oof. Ian loved it. <laughs> I was like, all the episodes to lose. Mm. Like, they kept the Romans... And they lost half of this. They lost half of this. They lost um, Marco Polo. Yeah. And there was another one set on Earth that they lost. Well, they technically lost um, the Reign Reign of of Terror. Terror. We just got the cartoon for a couple episodes. But why is it always the ones that they're on Earth with historical things happening that we might... Well, maybe they figured that, you know... um, It's not alien enough. Yeah. But I liked it. I liked it too. It, it still was a little bit Reign of Terror, mm-hmm. um, particularly in the way that Barbara constantly gets captured. <laughs> yes. Um, and Ian also gets captured a bit, but yeah. um, he manages to overpower some people and break out. And... So does Barbara. Three times. Yeah, and also Ian uh, shouldn't be scared of the ants anymore because he's dealt with giant ones. That's a good point. <laughs> He's just like, damn, what's it with these ants? <laughs> um, Alright, so first episode? Yes. Now these episodes, so one and three were the full episodes. And two and four, they were just images. Yeah. With the stage directions and the audio. Yeah. So we could, we could tell, because obviously an image can't move. No. So sometimes it would be like... Um, Vicky realizes who she's talking to. She says yeah. something rude to the king at one point. And this text tells you what's supposed to be happening. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But I thought they were really good. No, I liked them. They were called, um... Loose Cannon. Loose Cannon. So Loose Cannon on Daily Motion. I don't know if it, they've put them on Daily Motion or someone has ripped them from somewhere and put them on Daily Motion. But they were quite good. Yeah. And I was, I was, in, I was incited... I was going to say excited, but I can't speak. Um, because, uh, again, this is one of those situations where I've like I've played this campaign on Age of Empires. Because oh. it was uh, Richard the Lionheart. And I was like, oh yeah, he's 
Nice. You play the, uh, I think there's a Saladin campaign as well. Saladin being the Saracens uh, leader. Right. Who's in this as well. Yep. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Because it even talks about the fact that um, a real life thing, which is Richard the Lionheart being like, I'll get my sister to marry this guy, <laughs> and then that will end the war. And his yeah. sister being like, uh, no, thank you. No, thank you. And uh, I think in real life it goes even further, where the religious leaders are like, she can't marry a Saracen. Yeah. And then it goes bad from there. And well, they... Yeah. Yeah, it does. <laughs> he doesn't... It's something interesting... Maybe we'll save it for the end, where the Doctor talks to Richard the Lionheart before they leave, and he's a bit like... Yeah, go go to Jerusalem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. The TARDIS wiki says something interesting about it too. And about, oh, really? Well, it says something like... It's weird that the Doctor is trying to convince him to do this thing because he must have known what the outcome was going to be anyway. Yeah. So not only is he going against his idea of not meddling with history, he already knows it's not going to work. What's the point? Yeah, but I suppose it has to happen. Maybe this is yeah. one of those times where he's like, like the Aztecs, he's like, this is going to happen. I think he gets, I think Richard the Lionheart, because uh, this is set near the Saracen city of Jaffa. Jaffa? Mm-hmm. So Richard the Lionheart historically takes that city. Oh, okay. But he doesn't make it to Jerusalem. In fact, I think him and Saladin have a treaty where it's like, your pilgrims can come to Jerusalem, but that's it. Like, you, you know, not you, not yet. So, um, mm. and that was uh, so. This is the end of the third crusade. Interesting. This doesn't last forever because then there's a fourth, and I think there's like six, seven. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. I was like, it's very, very historic. Yeah, and also I believed that these people were capable of actually doing things like that whereas yeah. in the romans i was like these romans can't do anything no this uh season nero is hopeless yeah geez okay so let's maybe we should actually talk about the episodes so the tardis lands in a forest mm-hmm. which happens like 80 percent of the time <laughs> um and so they get out of the box and uh the saracens and um I guess they're Saxons or something. Is that what the is that what Lionheart is? I don't know. Britain, Britons. We apologise if we get historical details wrong, but we're just talking about the show. The Lionhearteds and let's call them Saracens. <laughs> um, I think they're called Britons, but that's fine. King Richard's talking to his his team. I think one of them's called William, and then suddenly there's like a fight on because some some Saracens rock up. Mm-hmm. And they're fighting, and in the heat of battle, Barbara gets taken by the Saracens. Yes. They stumble upon some sort of warrior. They they, they enter, like, mid-battle, basically. Yeah. Like a skirmish is taking place. So they're distracted by trying to work out what this soldier or warrior is going to do, and Barbara behind them is just kidnapped. Kidnapped. And there's a few times where people get struck by arrows... And I was yes. like, well, that looks cool. It looked really good. Um, so I'm guessing what happened is, because the first time it happens, the guy acts like he just gets hit, but his chest is facing away from camera. Oh. So I think he always had the arrow there. 
but he just goes, oh, and then and falls then... backwards. And I was like, oh, that's very good. Yep. Um, then one of King Richard's, like, friends gets hit by an arrow while he's trying to, like, help King Richard away. Um, and so then William gets taken, mm-hmm. and the Doctor, Ian and Vicky, come to the aid of uh, King Richard. Yes. Uh, but then the Doctor, uh, Ian's like, oh, where's... Like, they suddenly realize that Barbara's just gone. Yep. It was pretty quick to establish the, like, we got to stick around now. You know? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, there wasn't a lot of, like, build-up. It was like, oh, we've landed, uh, Barbara's gone. Yeah, there wasn't even time for the usual thing of the Doctor being like, oh, we should explore, and then being like, no, we should leave, and then... Inevitably, they stay. Yeah. Or the TARDIS is like wrong with it. Yeah, now they just, oh, one of us is already missing immediately. Um, the thing was, though, the reason why William was taken was because... He went on holidays? No. William, sorry, I'm thinking <laughs> of Ian. Well, the actor that plays Ian is called William. Oh, that's why I But the character, the, the character called William... <laughs> Who works for King you know Richard. The other confusing thing is, yeah. the guy that plays the first Doctor, his name's also William. <laughs> so there's <laughs> William, William, and, and then William. there's a character called William. But you mean the character William. Yeah, the character William. Yes. Why is he taken? Because they think he's King Richard. Because he says he's King Richard. Yeah. Sorry, I should have clarified that. And then... He, he, he f- tricks them into taking him so that they don't actually take the king. But they know what the king looks like. Yeah, well, at least... Well, the, at least Saladin does. Because Saladin's yeah. the one that figures it out later, I think. But you'd think he would have... I don't know. Or is it Al... El Akia? El Akia. But you'd, you'd think in the discussions of, you know, war and strategy, he might have one time said, by the way, if you happen to see a guy with insanely red hair, that's the one. That's the guy. But he's never mentioned, so this guy with the dark hair, they just think it's him because he said. I did say here that Ian manages to hold his own against uh, Warriors again. Yes. He almost gets... I think later on he almost gets stabbed in the head, and he in the head, ducks. and he just kind of ducks and pushes the guy off him. And I'm like, "Jeez!" But it's also suggested. And he also grabs a shield. Yeah, and does some of that craziness. He would, again, he can fight with the best of them at any time period in history, on Earth at least. He doesn't know what he's doing when it's with a. Even when they go to the future, it's really? crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I guess against the insects. That's true. He didn't. Yeah, he helps take down some of them. But. It's suggested that the Doctor does the same thing. That he also manages to half-fend off a guy with a sword before someone else rescues the Doctor. But it's off-screen. Did you notice that? Yeah, because the Doctor has a sword in his hand. And I'm like, ooh, hello. But then they realised, oh, we don't want to make this like 70-year-old actor do this, so let's just go to a different scene now. I thought they were just going to do it from behind and have like a stunt double do it. (laughs) Because that... Because he kind of moves around to the camera like his back's facing the camera. Right. And I was like, oh, I'm ready for it. Maybe they shot it based on what you've just said and then realized it didn't look very good and just left it out. <laughs> I guess so. We'll have a look when we get to uh, some story notes and stuff. I also liked his good afternoon trick. Do you remember that? Bef- while Barbara's being taken and the first guy is walking up to Ian and they don't know what's going on. The doctor suddenly appears next to him and goes, Good afternoon! And when the guy turns, Ian rushes him. Good afternoon! 
I just think it's really funny that they didn't even think about Barbara. Well, I mean, usually she's the hero. Why would they be worried about her? I think the other interesting thing is that the... I put here at the eight-minute mark, eight-and-a-half-minute mark. So, firstly, Vicky identifies that they're in the Holy Land. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. Yeah. So, she obviously knows, like, even though she's from centuries later, she's obviously, like, I mean, further on than the other than the other two in the Tardis. Yeah. She obviously knows Earth history yeah. quite well. Which is a... Well, she is from Earth, isn't she? She just got stranded on that planet at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Stranded. They were coming. Well, I, I mean as with in... a With an annoying guy who was dressing up as an alien. <laughs> yes. Um, Good times, you know. I put at the 8 minute 30 mark, the doctor says we need clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Of course he does. It's like, uh, again, I think that the writer, David Whittaker, he was like finally able to write some episodes in a historic time period. I get, I see all these other writers dress up these characters. <laughs> I'm doing it. But he's the smartest one because he justifies it. Mm. You know why? Because the fake King Richard, William whatever. William de Tornabu. That's what I've got. So William the fake King Richard. That sounds better. Somehow it does. Actually says to Barbara, uh, your clothing is strange. You're causing some people to talk. I do not know who you are. Or how you came to be in the wood outside Jaffa. Your clothing is strange. It has caused some talk. And your garments are a fashion in themselves. Yeah. Because remember we said no one ever says to them when they're in their normal clothes, hey, you are dressed like someone from like 500 centuries in the future. What the hell? Yes. No one seems to care. I think that is right. I don't think we've ever had someone from ages ago, apart from maybe in the Ram Terror when the doctor was just going around Paris and he went into that shop and he was like, look at my jacket. I'll trade you. It's, you know... It just looked like the the guy was like, oh, that must be an exotic jacket because I've never seen it before. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's more there's more reasoning here to the dress up to the dress up. But they do love it. Uh, Barbara awakes to find herself released and in the camp of the Saracens. Mm-hmm. She's greeted by William. Oh, so it's William de Pruex, but we'll just call him William. Well, that's why I was like, who is? Trudeau. Because there's two Williams listed oh. here. There's one. The travelers, travelers stumble across William de Tornabu, who has been wounded in the skirmish and look after him. So that's the first person that the TARDIS crew sees. Yes. And then William de Pruex pretends to be Richard. So Richard was hanging out in the, that forest with two Williams. Yeah. And there's two actors called William. I was just going to say, so there's four of them. <laughs> there's four Williams just all together. That's ridiculous. Did they not... Maybe they're historic. Like, maybe they're... They have to be. Because why would you do that? Yeah. I would have called one... At least call one Bill. Billy Bob Bo. I suppose in um, the early 12th century, you're probably not calling people Bill. Or Bob. Or Bob. Sir Bob. <laughs> Let's yes. just call him Fake King Richard. So, Barbara... Oh, wait, was that about William, 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 or William? It was about Bill. Oh. Um, so, Barbara's with some Saracens... Uh, William's like, we've got to, you know, you're here. I mean, what were you doing in that forest for one? He's like, she's mm. like, I was, you know, just out traveling. traveling. 
Um, and then he's like, well, now you can help me. And we'll say you're Joanne, jo- Joanna, who is Richard the Lionheart's sister, sister. Or King Richard's sister. To them, you're King Richard. So who would travel with Richard? The queen would not. But the princess. Yes, you shall be Joanna, my sister. And help me in my lies. Very well. I seem to have gained a brother and a title. What is more, a friend? Meanwhile... The Doctor and Vicky are snuck into the centre of Jafar to acquire more fitting clothes. Yeah. Now, I've put here, the Doctor steals clothes and ruins a man's business. Yeah. And also justifies stealing in general. Yeah. Having been stolen once, they can be stolen again, or perhaps borrowed, shall we say? Mm-hmm. So, the Doctor walks up to the, the shop with Vicky. Hmm. And he's like, hey, hey, I need some clothes. Hey, hey. And he's like, he pretends to be, you know, a bit more famous and pompous or whatever. Yeah. Um, Not hard for him. And the guy brings him inside to the shop and he tells Vicky to, like, sit outside. And then, while the doctor is talking to this guy about clothes, some guard comes in who's, like, stolen clothes and he's trying to, like, palm them off and get money for them. Yeah. And so while the the owner of the store is distracted, the doctor hides underneath a table with some clothes. He's just taking clothes off the table that he's hiding under. Yes. And he ties up a piece of rope to attack the next table. Yeah. So when the guy turns around, he's like, oh, where'd the doctor go? The doctor pulls the rope and breaks the other table, ruining... Like some silk and some fabrics and whatever, comes out and gives Bar- gives Vicky the clothes, and then he's like, "Oh, look at that! I'm so sorry about your table. I'll be back. I'll come back later." <laughs> just and just leaves. So he stole a bunch of his stuff. And you're right, ruined his business. It's like, is that normal? I wanted to ask you. No, that's what I thought. I mean, he did. I reckon he'd have other ways of doing it. Surely. He'd have money. Or at least could have... Uh, I suppose they left the TARDIS pretty quick. Oh, he's not going to have money. Like, he needs money specifically for this time on a... Yeah, but I feel like that would be in the TARDIS. You know what I mean? Maybe. Alright. <laughs> well, is this the first time... Is this the first time you've ever seen... The Doctor steal stuff? Yeah. No. Okay, so what happens? It does happen. Okay. But he's normally not... St- you know, ruining some guy's business. He's just no trying reason. to make some money. Well, I guess the idea is he's a bad guy because he's willing to on-sell stolen goods. And that's yeah, a, I guess that's so. That's enough. But is it enough? I don't think so. <laughs> I found that really weird. So, King Rich is angry about the... He's lost a bunch of men to mm-hmm. the Saracens. And he's got a brother who's trying to, like, take the throne as well. And mm-hmm. his brother is trying to do trade with Saladin... And King Richard's like, we don't do that. Mm. Um, his brother's not in the episode. They just talk a lot about him. Yeah. Um, and I was like, you know what it made me think of? It made me think of Robin Hood. Because oh, isn't yeah. Robin Hood, he's he's come back from the Crusades. Isn't he loyal to King Richard? And Prince John is trying to be the new king? I don't know the story well enough. I did think of Robin Hood when I saw the way that they addressed Vicky up. Yeah. Yep. 
But historically, in terms of the story with the brothers vying for the throne, it actually made me think of Game of Thrones. Oh. Because I'm watching that at the moment. And it's all about families and brothers and different people all vying for the throne. And I know that he's based some of what happens in the story, not not directly, but the battles and, and what the idea is on things that happen in history. Oh. Well, I guess it makes sense. Yeah, it just made me think, because I'm, I'm sure Robin Hood's got Prince John, who's trying to be... Right. Who's trying to be king. They're with King Richard, and they're, they're like, we have to get Barbara back. Yeah. And the King Richard's not really willing to... To help them. When you say not really willing, what he says is, I'd rather let her die there and starve and get old in prison than have anything to do with that man in trading. Yes. He's definitely not wanting to. But they twist it at the start of the second episode. I think so. Because they say, they think he thinks he's got King Richard mm. and you're King Richard. Yeah. So they don't have him. So he's no. like, imagine if you could go and make a fool of Saladin. And then that's when he's like, ooh, hello. That's a yes, great idea. I'll do that. Yeah. And then he tells Ian, go to the Saladin to trade for thank King Richard and Barbara. Because by this point, Saladin figures out that they haven't got King Richard. Yeah, because he knows that he doesn't have red hair. He's just yeah. some dude. He's like, you're a fool. In fact, uh, there's this really cool exchange when Saladin... And is it El, whatever his name is? El Akia. They're both there. They're both in front of the leader. The leader. And they're trying to be like, look, we've done something amazing. We've caught the king and his sister. And he's like, that's not the sister. Yeah. And he's all like, well, we could torture her for for sport. Like, you know, you like to watch things. You can make her work, walk on coals or we could just kill her in front of you. And uh, he asks her... Like, what do you think of this? Mm. And she says... It sounds like the punishment for a fool. It does. And who here is the most foolish? And I think that's a clever thing she said there to try and flip it as to be like, these idiots thought I was Joanna and they thought this guy was King Richard. They deserve that kind of punishment. Yeah. And I don't think she was trying to go... I don't think she deliberately wants to harm anyone, but I guess it's between you and someone else. Yeah. You're like, take them. And it, well, it kind of works because he talks to the guy initially who brought them in and says, oh yeah, and who's the fool here? Yeah. And that guy's like, oh geez, it's me. And I was like, Barbara, man. Show could just should just be called Barbara. Mm. <laughs> I know it's his show, so I don't, I don't want to say it too much, but yes. <laughs> this is like the thing with Harry Potter where it's like Hermione for the first four books. Yeah. This is Barbara for the first two seasons. <laughs> Except there's a slightly more shows than just seven movies. But when she's trying to... When he says to her, Who are you? Where have you come from? She says... Well, I could say that I'm from another world. A world ruled by insects. And before that, we were in Rome at the time of Nero. Before that, we were in England far, far into the future. Now I understand you and your friends, your players, entertainers. <laughs> Just completely dismisses her. Yes. Well, that happens a lot, doesn't it? I mean, what if someone said that to you? Why did she even bother trying to explain it? I think it's just, they've just gone to the point where they're like, I'll just tell you the truth because that's not, you're not going to believe that <laughs> it's anyway. It's more confusing. It might actually help me. Mm. But we should explain, this is the first episode that just has 
um, set photos, text, and audio. Yeah. You still get the whole story. I love the um, subtitles. Yeah. Because I know they're in French. Yeah. It's um, a French translation for some reason. And when it, when the episode starts, it says, Wibbly Wobbly. <laughs> just as, when the really? music's playing, it just says, La Wibbly Wobbly Team Presente. Why does it say that? I have no idea. <laughs> Wibbly Wobbly Team. Um, Elakia, he's like, how dare Barbara, specifically for some reason, <laughs> make me look like an idiot. Yeah. Even though the other guy was pretending to be King Richard. So he tries to get some revenge on her. So he starts plotting. Yep. Um, in the meantime, um, Joanna befriends the Doctor and Victor. Yes. Because the Doctor says that Vicky is a boy. But I did I miss that? Because they suddenly start calling her that. And I don't remember that conversation. I think he says that she's his ward. Oh, and they just assume. I think they just go with, must be a boy. That makes sense. And he even says, uh, one of the lines he says is, his voice is not yet broken. Okay, I missed that. (laughs) So. Because I was going to say, she does not look like a boy. No. I know maybe you can excuse the voice, but she looks quite feminine. Yeah, even her hair. Yes. Very... Not a boy. No. Rabina Hood. <laughs> Rabina Hood? <laughs> well, she looks like Robin Hood with the hat. She does. The shopkeeper accuses them of stealing clothes. Yeah, so he comes over and he's, you know, cranky because he's worked out what must have happened. Yes, but the but the doctor is like, hang on, you were buying clothes from that guy. So, like, <laughs> that's a problem. So everything kind of gets resolved because the doctor's like, yeah, I did a crime, but you're also doing crimes. Yeah, he just kind of confuses (laughs) them by saying, well, hang on, if you stole from him and then I stole from him, didn't he steal from you first? And then they all just go, oh. (laughs) (laughs) That's basically what happens. It is. And then Vicky's like, that's very clever of you. And the doctor's like, (laughs) again. (laughs) (laughs) Little joker moment to himself. (laughs) Um, Now, because Ian's going to go to Saladin. Yes. He's knighted. Probably the weirdest, um, like, fast progression of story ever. Oh, we need you to be a knight. Here, quick. You're, take, you're going on a travel. Neil. Boom. Done. So he is now Sir Ian Chesterton. And I'll tell you what thing I did like, though. The episode is called The Knight of Jaffa. Or yep. Jafar. And I thought it was going to be some character, but it's Ian. Yeah. He's the knight. I thought that was clever. Because then he goes to Jaffa. But don't you think that was so odd? He when, met I thought Jafar, when you said Jafar, then my mind went to Aladdin, Ooh. specifically. You know how Jafar is the evil wizard? No, he's like a soothsayer. I don't know. Anyway. He's magic, is what I'm trying to say. Okay, well, do you want this place to sound like the villain from Aladdin or the orange chocolate? Both. Both Both are good. Jafar. Ian's knighted. <laughs> but, okay, but, but this is what I was trying to say. It's the weirdest, most convoluted plot point to get him knighted. Do you agree with that? Yeah. They barely know him. They need him to travel from one place to another. Well, because they need him to go there... With authority. With authority. So, like, he has to be a knight. And to be honest, he fights pretty well. He does, but he also already has knights. Why did he have to knight Ian? It's only for the point of the plot. Yes, and Ian's trying to get Barbara. 
I know, and I know plot-wise it makes sense, but it's kind. Don't you feel like it's a little convoluted? No, I quite liked it. I was like, yeah, Ian's a knight. Yeah, deserves to be a knight. He took down a jaguar warrior. Um, they don't know that. They also wouldn't know what that is. Uh, but yeah, I guess they wouldn't, would they? At that point, twelfth century. Oh, more stories from the entertainers. <laughs> so Ian's sent to Saladin's court. Yeah. So. The offer he's going to make, and he's got it in writing, so I guess he hasn't been told this, is we get Barbara and William, who's pretending to be Richard, back. Fake King Richard. Fake King Richard back. And in exchange, you get King Richard's sister, Joanna, to marry, I think it's Saladin's brother. I think brother, yeah. Yeah, so Saladin's brother is like, oh yeah, that sounds like a good plan. And Saladin's like, nah. Okay. Like, he's like, he's a bit like, that sounds a little bit whatever, but yeah, go for there's it. There's something mysterious going on here. Yeah. So, there's a bit of a commotion. Of course. So, someone admits to trying to kidnap Barbara. I just can't read their name. Farago? I don't know. Um, and he's shot by an arrow. Mm-hmm. And Barbara escapes. Yes. She actually, there's a, we, it's not in video because we don't have the video, but there's just shots of her like hiding yeah. behind pillars and um, the sound of her footsteps. But she, I thought she pushed someone out of the way to escape as well. Yes. Which, by the way, this is the first of three escapes. Yeah, yeah. She gets captured three times as well. Oh, yeah, that's true. And <laughs> escapes three times. Yeah. But I'm, the first time she escapes, I was writing down, she's like Houdini because... Already in all the episodes so far, she's escaped numerous times. Remember, she did it in the web planet. She just kind of grabbed a log and pushed them and ran away. Yes, she does that every time, and she escapes. And I'd already written down she's an escape master. And this is after the first of three. These this story. Now, at the very end of this episode. Yep. Because speaking of her escaping. Yeah. It does switch back to video because I guess it's the start of the next episode. Yeah, the clip. And so she's hiding behind a pillar or like a wall or something, and a guy puts a hand over her mouth and like pulls her in. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what's going on yet, so he could be good, he could be bad, he could be whatever. Because it's supposed to be a cliffhanger. Mm. But they hold that shot for so long of her standing there with the hand over her mouth, and I know why they have to it because. The credits start to roll, and but it just looks like they're just looking each other into each other's eyes, and she, he's just like hand over mouth. Very now, creepy. It was a long time. Good times. And then it starts at the start of the next episode as well. Yeah, because that's how it starts. <laughs> now, to be fair, it is shorter because the start of the next episode, he's like, Shh. yeah, and then he takes his hand away, and, and she's like, it. I guess I'll trust this person. Yeah, I don't know why he decides to trust him. Uh, three things I want to quickly say. Yeah, is this about episode two? Yeah, before we move on. Yes, please. Actually, two things. One of them is two things, and one of them is one thing, so it's just two main things. So you mean does the first thing has, like, part A and part B? Yeah. Okay, go. It's to do with the fact that it's not video and it's set photos. Yes. Two of the f- photos are particularly funny to me. Mm. One of them was the real King Richard looking directly at the camera side on, so he's just like that yeah and i'll put the picture on but it's like that for like two minutes because it's the story and you're just like whoa and he's just speaking <laughs> yes they're like we better put a picture of him up and one of them is no one thought to get a better shot of barbara because there's one shot where she's getting up and her face is like this 
Yeah, no, I re- yeah, yeah. There like was... Her eyes are all funny. Um, there's one in the next episode, too, where she gets thrown to the ground in front of Saladin. Yep. And at the start of the next episode, she's just down there. Because it goes back to photos. Yes. And so it just looks really weird. And he's just, like, sitting there. And she's yeah. just, like... Oh, down on the haunches. Um, and the final thing I want to say is... We spoke about them not pronouncing words properly. Mm. There's a storyline in the next episode that involves his harem. Harem, yeah, yeah. And they call it, in this episode, one of them says it's a a harem. Elakia has an evil reputation. It's my belief he captured your companion as revenge. And in his eyes, she would make a fine addition to his harem. We're going to throw her in the harem. What's a harem? He was trying to say the word harem. To harem. Uh, back in the day, when you had lots of ladies. Oh. Did you really not know what that was? Don't <laughs> wink at me like that. <laughs> That's creepier than the stuff we were just talking about in the show. Um, but they called it a harem. Yeah, well, maybe that's how they pronounce it. How about you reshoot it and say, hey, say the word properly. Acting's hard. And also, do you want to waste film on that? <laughs> yes, because people... We get thrown out anyway, so... That's true. It did get thrown out. Maybe that's why. They um, said, get rid of this episode. Someone said harem. But we'll keep the audio. Um, <laughs> because it's funny. Um, I just want the, the frozen pictures situation. I also think it was really weird. There was a photo of um, King Richard and Joanna when she first sees him. And they were like, they're very close. They, they obviously had a quick embrace as brother and sister. But because it's a photo, it lingers. On one shot where they're particularly close. Yeah, and you're like, ugh. In <laughs> fact, trivia for you, um, a line of from William Hartnell was cut that suggested that the two of them were well, their you... brother and sister doing things together. That's funny because... That is another reason I thought of Game of Thrones, because that's a storyline in Game of Thrones in one of the families. Yes. And I thought, I wonder if this particular group of people was an inspiration for that, because of how closely... It could be, yeah. Because, I mean, is that historically what is said to have happened? Um, I tried to look that up, and I don't think there's anything definite to say. Well, I don't think he watched this episode. It does say historically, it even says in this episode... That she's his favourite sister. Oh. She's his favourite sibling, I think. Okay. Boys and girls. <laughs> oh, you're my favourite sibling. <laughs> well, one of them's trying to steal the throne, aren't they? No wonder she's so angry about being promised in marriage to someone else. She's like, yeah, but I love you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Historically, she marries someone else, not her brother. <laughs> <laughs> no, if it... In the context of this. Okay, one final random reference. Have you watched Shit's Creek? No. At all? No. Okay, well, there's... I don't this... watch TV. Just Doctor Who. <laughs> there's, um... We just started watching it. There's a town sign that looks um, inappropriate the way this man and woman are on the sign. And it's an accident, but it's inappropriate. And the guy wants to change the sign, but the mayor says, um, but that's that's my family. That's been in there for generations. And later he says, don't worry, that's him and his sister. That's not his wife. That's why it's not inappropriate. 
which obviously makes it worse. Mm. And so to try to clear it up, he puts another sign up that says, don't worry, it's his sister. <laughs> and I thought, I'm going to put a picture up of this, and I'll put the same sign up. Don't, don't worry, worry, it's his sister. <laughs> That's pretty good. Anyway. Um, episode three. Back to video. Back to video. The Wheel of Fortune. Um, Question, why is it called this? How does that apply to the episode? I just realized. Why is it called the Wheel of Fortune? Because. I mean, there's no game show. I did just make me think of the game show. How good would that have been? To determine the, the, the terms of the treaty, we'll play Wheel of Fortune. Pull that lever! This will make round one very interesting. Why is it Wheel of Fortune? Because the last one had such a good title because you were thinking, who's going to be the Knight of Jafar or Jaffa? Because it's not even anything fortuitous that happens. No. Ian, Ian ends up in the desert with ants trying to eat him. The Doctor and Vicky... Vicky is found out. Yes. Like, she's... Joanna is clues in on her and she's like, oh, this is Vicky. And they give her nice girl clothes. Yeah. And not only that, but Joanna's also like... You'll be under my protection, and you'll accompany me to every place. I think she's just starved of female friends, because all she's got is her brother, and I don't know how close they are, and a bunch of other men. Just put that shot back up. <laughs> I don't know how close they are. It's okay. It's his sister. So what's the wheel? There's no wheel. There's no fortune. There's nothing that would refer to the phrase, a wheel of fortune. No. Okay, so let's go through the story then. So Bar- the person that's helped Barbara... Is sympathetic to whatever, like they want to help her escape for whatever reason. Yeah, he he despises the people that had that she was running from, so he wants to help her. Yeah, so he hides her in his house. Yep, and he goes back out. He okay. So I have a problem with this next scene. So he says to Barbara. So he first of all he tells her the story of his family. So he's there with his daughter. Yep, and he the rest of his family's been killed. But he hasn't told that to his daughter. Right. We find out. Yeah. Because so, but he says to her, "I'm going to go out there and have a look for the people following you. Here's a knife. If they find you, kill my daughter, and then kill yourself. It's better than getting made prisoner again. Yeah, and dealing with their torture, I guess. And so he leaves. The daughter's like, oh, where'd he go? And she's like, oh, Barbara's like, oh, you know, he's just gone outside to have a look for them. Um, And then the daughter talks about, oh, we're waiting for our family to come back from wherever. That must be where he's gone to try and find them. And Barbara says, oh, so you don't know. And then she's like, where they are? Like she changes, (laughs) she changes the sentence. We live in hope they will return one day. And you don't know. Where they are? No. It is a strange mystery. <laughs> yeah. It's so obvious. And not only that, he's given her his knife. Yeah. And he goes out and gets immediately killed. And because uh, a soldier c- he's, approaches him, yep. and the first thing, there's no, what can I do for you? Who are you? Are looking you? for someone? Yeah. He goes to grab his knife, realizes it's not there because he's given it to Barbara, <laughs> and then just gets immediately stabbed. And I was like, "What an idiot!" 
is this guy for real? Like, you hate these people. And so, rather, you've done a terrible job of protecting Barra. Yeah. Because they've gone, okay, this guy's tried to draw a knife that he doesn't have and kill someone. We'll go to his house. Yeah, find out that's suspicious. Is. That's very suspicious. <laughs> so, I'm, we should stick with this and we'll switch to other characters. Yeah. But, so those soldiers go to his house yes. to look for Barbara. And Barbara and... Um, his daughter. His daughter. I, what was her name? I don't remember. So, Sophia? That sounds right. Um, they hide in like a back room behind a hidden door or wall? Yes. And the soldiers come in. There's a bit of a... Oh, there's only one exit. So if someone's no in here... There's yeah. no windows. What a house. One door, no windows. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> um, and You wouldn't want a fire to start in there. No. That's the next thing. They're like... We'll just set them on fire then. Just if they're still here, they'll be. They'll either have to leave or they'll just burn alive. Yeah. So then Barbara's like, okay. So this is my second problem. Yeah. With this whole situation. Well, what's the first problem? Is it that his plan is terrible? His plan was terrible. Okay. So he gave away his weapon and then forgot immediately that he did that. That's why he got killed. And also. Thanks for the, what a great escape you planned for us. Thanks that we just kill ourselves and die. Yeah, well, that's better than being prisoner. Why didn't he just stab her in the when he found her? Yeah. Like, shh, this is better for you. <laughs> Trust me. Imagine if that's how Barbara dies in the show. Just a random killing. Just foreshadowing. Mm. That there, I think there might be a couple times. Um, and I mean, there's so many companions that this isn't a spoiler, right? But. There is a companion who just gets... It's like quite a casual death. Right. They just get hit by a car. Oh, okay. And it just becomes one of those things where the doctor's like, oh no, but I've taken them to these... And it's just like, you know, it's like a really sad episode because they're like, these things, like life can just happen. It's yeah. one of those things. I like that not everything is, has to be this big dramatic scene. Yeah. So that's a cool thing. I do appreciate that. But... Who knows when that will happen? And there's also like a 15 million companions, so... There is, but I'm going to make a guess that it doesn't happen in Doctor Who Classic. Because that sounds... Maybe I'm wrong. That sounds more like the way a TV show today would be written. Yeah, I guess. I guess so. In the classic episodes, it's got to be a big dramatic... Exit. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Maybe you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> the... Uh... Anyway, your second problem with the so scene. My second problem is, so now Barra's got a mistake, right? Okay, so the two soldiers, they're like, we'll burn this place. Yeah. You go get a torch, and I'll stay here. Okay? So Barbara, okay. Get, Barbara comes out of the hiding place. She tells Sophia, you stay here. Here's a knife. Here's the knife. Yeah. Here's the one weapon that I have. And so she sneaks around. She hides behind a pillar while she kind of watches what the soldier's doing. Yeah. And then she just tries to sneak backwards out of her room for the other soldier to come in. Yeah. So my thing is, if Barbara had have gone out of the room and escaped and that soldier came back, wouldn't they have just set the place on fire? <laughs> and the door With Sophia in there? In there? <laughs> I didn't know. See... Yeah, I didn't know what she was doing. I thought what was going to happen is... I thought she was just going to give herself up. Which she does eventually... She does kind of end up doing and saving the daughter. Because she's like, oh, now you don't need to burn the place down. You got me. But I just wonder what her plan was initially. 
I thought she was going to try and attack the first soldier, and I thought the idea was as she backs out of the room, she's going to knock a pot over or something and make noise and get caught. But she was trying to get out of the house. She was backing out of the house. Now, I thought, yeah, because when she went up to him, I, you know what she might have been doing? Maybe she didn't want to reveal the hiding spot. So she was trying to move away from there and then get caught. Make it look like she was just trying to leave. Yeah, that could have been it. But still, it did kind of look like she was just abandoning the door to get burnt in a fire. <laughs> Imagine that. If if they go, well, we might as well burn the place down, and then the daughter just dies. Yeah. All right, let's flip back to where the Doctor and Vicky are. Yeah. Okay, and we'll get to Ian, because that's a whole other story. Oh, that's a good story. <laughs> okay, so... Um... On the Wheel of Fortune! <laughs> this will make round one very interesting. The Doctor... And Vicky, they're dressed up or whatever. They've gotten a makeover like they always do. Um, they love dress up. Joanna's like, hey, Doctor, I feel like I can trust you. I just have a feeling. I, I can't remember exactly what she I says. wrote down the line because I thought it was a great line. Okay, say it. She says, There's something new in you, yet something older than the sky itself. I thought that was quite poetic. Yeah. Because... It's perfect. Yeah, he's obviously it looks old, but you know. Well, I thought it was a reference. And he has a twinkle. To, she's he's new in her life, but he's also like eight hundred billion years old, or whatever he is. Yeah, whatever he is, old. we'll never figure it out. No, I know that they say he, it. They do, but they also contradict it a lot. Oh. <laughs> See what happens when people other than Terry Nation write the story. So I think at this point he's supposed to be a, about. 300 to 400 years old maybe in the 400s um but that being said i think at one point he says he's like 950 and then the next season he's like i'm 900 and they're like oh just lost those 50 years yeah where did that go (laughs) so um but there is there's an event that occurs that will that kind of gives an excuse to his birth no, like oh, an event occurs that excuses break, breaks breaks time a little bit. Oh, and multiverse, so the Doctor Who multiverse. It's not. Uh, it's not really multiverse, but we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. And so he's like, uh, so he does go talk to King Richard, uh, and he King Richard tells him their plan. Yep. And then when Joanne is like, well, so what's the plan? He's like, oh, your brother's going to tell you. It's not my place. And she's like, oh, and she's upset. Because the deal was, I'll keep you protected if you tell me. Yeah. But she obviously has someone else Mm. that then tells her. And she is like, I don't want to get married to some random (laughs) Saracen. Yeah. And so... She got quite angry. And they have quite a good argument. Mm. She's all like, no, that's not happening. And he's like, yeah, it is happening. And she's like, well, I'll I'll get the Pope. (laughs) (laughs) And you want to go there? <laughs> Next level. And he's like, no, she's got me. Because I guess they're of different faiths. Yeah, there's no way the Pope will agree to it. Yeah. Because um, he'd be like, no, no Sar- Saracen's like um, Muslim. So yeah. he'd be like, no, no, no. Pope says no. Pope says no. <laughs> so um, Richard kind of knows that she's got it. And he, yeah, he's realised, I guess this means it's war. What else is there? Um, but 
his next discussion with the doctor is about, you know, can we actually win this battle? Mm. And so they have quite a cool discussion, I think, about whether this battle's worth fighting. And if they fight this battle, do they then lose the war? Right. Or do they avoid this battle for whatever? Because he's trying to get to Jerusalem. Yeah. Um, Because it's the Crusades, people. Um, I just want the Crusade, it says. The Crusade? Well, this is the Third Crusade. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And uh, the Doctor is basically like, yeah, you gotta go. (laughs) Even though he knows. Because he knows his history, he does go to the city of Jaffa and has some Jaffas. (laughs) With Jafar. (laughs) Jafar. So, back to Barbara. Actually, where's Ian? I don't have Ian at all in this third episode. Well, he, he gets knocked out by the end. Does he get up again? Ah, uh, they can never keep him down. <laughs> <laughs> um, like we said, how many times has Ian been knocked out? Yeah, I... Another time. He, On the beach again. And also, Barbara escapes. doesn't say here at all. It just says in the next episode, Ian awakes. Oh, because he just, he's just travelling back. That's right. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. He's asleep on the beach. He's resting on the way. Yeah. And he finds a thief who starts to take his things. And he's like, hey. They're getting a tussle. Yeah. And then Ian is going to win the battle because he's an amazing warrior. We know this. But the thief's brother? Yeah. Hits him over the head with something. Knocks him out. And again, uh, I think I just put here... Um, Ian gets knocked out. Ian is hit on the head yet again. Yeah. He's got some serious things going on. True, true. That's Wheel of Fortune for though, isn't it? This will make round one very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe what they meant was, this is bingo. See how many of you can get. Oh, Ian's knocked out. I got one. (laughs) Bar escaped. I got one. They play dress up. I got one. Bingo. (laughs) Um, But Bar escapes again. But she's caught again. Yeah. And she's taken to... Well, she the does harem. escape. Just the harem. Um, she's met by El Kahir's harem, who tell him... What? I love that we're calling it harem. Barbara knocks the gold on the floor. Oh, okay. This is later. All right. No, no, this is... Oh, this, is the, this is the fours. third escape. This, this is, is the third episode escape. Four. So she's been captured, because she... She was like, "Don't build. Don't. There's no point burning this building now. Down now. Yeah, you got me. So they they take her. This is the part where they throw her on the floor and she's in that position. Haunches, haunches. And then the next episode starts with that that photo of her in that position. Haunches. Um, but there is a stage note because we're back to just images, people. Yeah. And it says Barbara gets to her feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's all like, he's doing it with I, money. Yeah, because he's like, I'm going to... You, you don't want this? She's like, well, I don't care about that. And he's like, well, I have to pay these people for having to chase you down. And so she knocks the gold out, of his, out of his hands. And the guard's like, oh my gosh, gold. And they go scrambling for it. And she just makes a run for it. Houdini. Brilliant. Brilliant. She's the hero. The doctor is just having conversations with royals. Ian's getting knocked out. Um, Vicky's returning to be a boy and she's just escaping and She's doing caught. everything on her own. Yeah. In fact, I think this whole episode, she has no assistance until the very end when Ian rocks up. Yes. And is like 
quick, let's go. Well, I suppose the guy who covered her mouth and brought her to the house assisted until he didn't. <laughs> Poorly. In fact, part Poorly. of me thinks that if he hadn't have been there, she was doing a pretty good job of hiding. She might have just gone out of the city yeah. without him. Houdini. She's amazing. She just had to throw some coins. All he did was lump her with his daughter... Who's so dumb, she doesn't realise that the rest of the family is actually dead. Because of course they are. Of course the dad's going to be like, no, I'm just looking for them, sweetheart. It's fine. Well, it's fine. Then you'll be alright. Yeah, I'll leave my knife behind. Here, go in this closet with this woman. She may stab you, but it's okay. I'll see you on the other side. <laughs> That's my master plan. Um, but- and don't worry, if that fails, they'll burn you to death. It's okay. See, now, you don't know how it feels for a stranger to abandon you, so you need the full breadth of experience of being abandoned by everybody. Family and strangers. Um, Ian wakes up, and he's all tied up. Yes. And it's funny because it's all images, so he's just like this. <laughs> They're great. I'm going to put them in there. And then there's the guy that's captured him, and he's all like, oh, hello. He's kind of a comical character. He is. I, I have some questions about how that storyline plays out. Because the guy's like, oh, if you're not going to tell me where, I mean, you've told me you're important and you can pay me, but until you can prove otherwise, I'm putting all this honey out from this ant's nest to you. The ants are going to follow the honey and then eventually they're going to slowly start, I guess, eating you. Right. And, um. Would that work? Wouldn't they just eat the honey and go, oh, that's good. Bye. I feel like they wouldn't eat him when he's alive because he can still move. Yeah. He's not, like, on the edge of death. He's just tied up. Yeah. I mean, he. I think he was thirsty. It's That's hot. true. Yeah. But he says... So we cut away from him for a while. And there's a lovely shot with the stage notes that are, like, the ants are getting closer to Ian. <laughs> and I just, it's just a picture of ants. <laughs> so. You can't even tell they're ants. It's just, like, a black blob because of the resolution, the fact that it's a still image. Yeah. But they're just like, oh, these are the ants, and they're, they're getting closer. And then the guy's like, so where is this gold? And he's like, it's in my boot. And so I was reading the stage notes, because obviously there's no video, and it was like the man unties his left foot and takes the boot off, and he's like, there's no gold here. And he's like, the other boot. <laughs> and he unties the other foot, and then obviously Ian is then free enough. He like kicks the guys in the head. Yeah. And freeze himself. Which wasn't... I wasn't super clear to me. Was the idea that he... Now, because he could get to his feet, he could pull yeah, his arms Yeah, I think free? so. He, he said that he pulled them out of the peggings. Right. Maybe because his legs were free, he could use that strength. And he... The other guy... The guy goes for his sword and Ian overpowers him. And so... And it looks wonderful in still images. He says... You can take me back to Jaffa, because I need to get Barbara. Yep. And the guy's like, sure. Uh, and then they have a plan. So, now that they're friends... Yeah, very weird. He's going to... Um, the thief is going to steal horses, mm-hmm. and then Ian's going to pay him in gold. Right. But I just thought that was such a weird, like, this guy was going to probably kill you. Yeah. And now you're friends. Now you're friends. 
It's yeah, it's very weird. I also love that he just casually says as they're forming the plan. Don't worry, uh, referring to himself in the third person. You can trust Ibrahim. And oh, it's, it's like it says it makes he makes Ibrahim take him to Lida, Lida under the pain of death. Yeah, he was threatening him that if you don't do this, I'll kill you. Yes. And then the guy says, don't worry, you can trust me. And it's like, you just tied me up next to ants. He also does seem a bit comic reliefy, so I'd be like, yeah, you can stick around. <laughs> he has a funny I voice need a and he's like, ah. You know? Um, to Barbara and the rest of the harem, one of their number has betrayed them to El Cahir. Oh, we didn't, I don't know if we said, but her escape when she knocks the gold is that she runs into the harem. The harem with all the girls. You might have said that. And the girls hide her. Yeah. The ladies. But one of them betrays her. Fatima. 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 Not Fatima. In the harem. (laughs) It's Fatima in the harem. (laughs) Um, And she's getting so good at escape, she's already planning the next escape, okay? She's like, take me to the balcony. How close is that tree? If I get down there, where are the guards? How close are we to the exit? She's she's good at planning. She's a master planner. Master escapist. um, But one of them betrays her. And so Barbara's going to get killed. Mm-hmm. There's like a sword right at her throat, I think. That's what I remember. Yes. Um, because but, because um, that guy... Is it El... Akia? El... El... Kahi, uh, El... Uh, that guy? El... Akia? El... El... Akia. It's A... It's A-K-I-R. El... E-L <laughs> El Akia There's no hyphen Oh there wasn't the subtitles I thought <laughs> Oh okay there's none of But they also said Wibbly Wobbly Team Presents So I guess <laughs> we Presente can... Presente Presente We can't trust them <laughs> But he promises one of them a ring He says if anyone finds the girl I'll give you the ring So yes. Fatima wants the ring So she portrays And There's a knife to Barbara's throat One of the guys uh, Who's with Ian comes in to save her mm-hmm. uh, and actually help all the women escape and Ian comes in and it's hard to kind of understand what happened because a lot of the pictures just kind of like flickered around. Yes. But basically Ian and Barbara get away and mm-hmm. Ian pays Ibrahim yeah. for the horses with some gold dust. Yes. And I thought the idea was the guy who broke in to free them was the father of one of the girls. So they're like there's a reunion where he's like, oh, I've been looking for you. I thought you might have been dead and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. There's a whole side story there I don't think we quite Clearly got. got. Uh, meanwhile, the Doctor and Vicky, um, they're in trouble with the king. Yeah, because he thinks that they spilt the secret to the sister. So they're, they're like treasonous mm. and also even if you didn't now everyone thinks you did yeah so you should probably go and they're like yeah okay okay and so they go yeah and so but he realizes later it was someone else yes he figures it out but they still have to leave so the doctor and vicky um they make it to the tardis within walking distance of the tardis and they're discovered by Another soldier, yeah, who is like you're trying to you've treat you're treason, you are treason. <laughs> so, um, because I guess they, they, I guess King Richard let them go quietly, mm. but the soldiers are still like 
you've done treason. Yeah. So they're looking to kill them. When Ian and Barbara turn up, and Ian's like, let me kill him, because he's been inconveniencing me, and he killed some, got some of my friends killed. And I'm a knight. And I'm a knight. So we'll just go into this box. <laughs> well, the doctor actually says, I would like one request. I just want to see the city one more time. Then you can kill me. Yeah. And so they all go into the forest <laughs> and just go into the box and fly off. But you know what's funny is it's still photos, so you don't quite get it, but they get to the TARDIS and the doctor's struggling to get the door open. And they're all giggling like, ha ha ha, we're funny, we got away with all this. Yeah. But it's just images, so it's so weird to hear all this weird giggling. Now, there is some... While we're talking about this episode, mm. there is YouTube videos of older Ian like just reminiscing about these episodes. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and I was going to play them, but they might just give away what happens to uh, to Barbara. So we won't... I won't give you that yet. Maybe we'll watch it after she the last episode of Barbara. She be leaving soon. Um, <laughs> hey? Maybe they thought if we get rid of her, it'll force us to write stories where the Doctor does things. Or Vicky. Vicky can become new Barbara. No. I like Barbara. Please. It's only season two. Please don't be gone already. Come on. Uh, Susan right. was fine. She got annoying. Do you want us, Do you want me to tell you some... Just one last thing. Yep. Did you like how, um, even with the still images, they managed to have the light on top of the TARDIS blinking as they left? Oh, and then yeah. it physically disappeared. They managed to do that shot, even with just the photos. And in the next scene where the TARDIS is like, something's wrong with it, the photo just goes dim. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's good special effects. That was pretty cool. Uh, David Whitaker held the story up as his finest technical achievement. Wow. And they just were like, 50% of it's rubbish, throw it out. Douglas Canfield uh, said he that he didn't have to change a single line... Uh, it said, The Crusade is a story that I am technically proudest of. It achieved almost to a word what I set out to depict and was people with some interestingly in- real characters. Mm. I became fascinated with the relationship between Richard and his sister, which was almost incestuous in its intensity. Oh, okay. I, relinc- I relished the dialogue that the story allowed me to write, and the period itself was so interesting that it became a- almost a labor of love to produce a script worth of the colour and depth of drama that had inspired it within the limits of the budget and what was permissible for the time slot and indeed that time when television was not the liberated lady it has since become. The final satisfaction came with the truly inspired acting and direction. Wow. How many more stories did he do then if he was like, this is my best one? I think he has a couple more. Oh, great. Well, they're a letdown then, aren't they? He's already said they're not as good. (laughs) Um, Fun fact, William Russell has already played a knight. He was in The Adventures of Sir Lancelot. Oh, there you go. (laughs) Was Ian ever on holidays? Because I felt like in the third episode, he was away for a large chunk of it. He's not... He only appears briefly in the Wheel of Fortune in a pre-recorded segment as that actor was on holidays. There you go. Called it. I knew he... Because I was like... I I've knew, As we were watching it, I felt like... I haven't seen Ian for ages. Is there something um, you're reading that you can tell me? Rat Russell... William Russell was also scheduled to film the scene when an army of ants crawls up his arm while he was on holidays. Russell refused to participate in this shot and production assistant Victor's Retellus agreed to double for him. 
So that's someone else's arm with ants crawling up it. Oh. Imagine doing all that and then they, they don't even have the video of it anymore anyway. <laughs> um, the Lion, which is the first episode, mm-hmm. was found in New Zealand by film collector Bruce Grenville sometime before 1998 and languished amidst Grenville's vast 16mm film collection for several years. So this is one of those times where I think he has a lot of them where the ones that they'd thrown out had been recorded on TV by people. Wow. And so they've just gotten the VHS and they're like... And that's how we can watch it now. That's how we can watch it because people have recorded it. That's amazing. Um, you want some continuity notes? Sure. The doctor tells Vicky that time must be allowed to write its course, which is what he's told Barbara before in the Aztecs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barbara makes reference to several previous inventions when talking to Saladin. She tells him about England, England in the far future, which is a reference to the Dalek version of Earth. Her meeting with Nero in July um, 64, which is a reference to the Romans, which I don't know why you would mention that. <laughs> Fondly remember that. And she mentions the Zabi on Vortus from the web planet. Yeah. And that was when he said, oh, you must be an entertainer and, and just tell great stories. Now, apart from that, I can't really tell you lots of these because a lot of them... Spoilers. Spoilers. But um, the good thing about continuity notes on the wiki is the fact that you'll see them again on that episode that they would spoil. Excellent. So you will hear them. All right, well, let's wrap this up. Okay. Um, so I need to score it. Need to score it. Okay, well, I'm not going to give it a... Th- I think we gave the web planet a four. Yeah. Out of 13. Look, I liked this one. Yes, yeah, so I think right. the writing was good. It's really a shame that the video isn't there for the other two because I think it would have been good. Yeah, I think it I probably would have scored higher yes. if I had more visual things in my eyes. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a nine. I'm gonna give it a ten. Ooh, I liked it. I really liked it. I think the ones on Earth with historical figures are—they seem better. And I think the other thing that I liked about it is because I. I knew a lot of that history. Yeah. I was like, oh, this... Is, you know, you could just sneak the Doctor into this part of history and be like, oh, maybe that did happen. And there's another reference to Hans Christian Andersen. Yeah, there is. From Barbara. It is Barbara, because she's trying to devise how she could sound, like, ways through this. She mentions Shakespeare, I think. Yes. And Hans Christian Andersen. Yeah. So the next story is... One that we can actually get on BritBox. It is the Space Museum. Mm, and this is before the one you've been looking forward to for a little bit, which is The Chase. Yes. I think, is the Space Museum two episodes or four episodes? Um, it is... I thought it was shorter for some reason. Four episodes. Oh, it's four. Okay. Now, I'm going to give you a picture. So <laughs> I will say, when I've been creating episode covers... That image comes up a lot when I look for <laughs> William Hartnell. Yep. So uh, what's going on there? Well, he looks like... Oh, okay. That makes sense, because I thought... Are we already seeing the Daleks again? Because he's sitting inside what looks to me like a Dalek. Yes. But they're in a museum, so maybe it's just an exhibit of the yeah. Daleks. And he's like... Ooh. Hello. It's quite so a cheeky photo. Here. Yeah, it is quite a cheeky photo. Um, it almost looks like... A photo after shooting where he's having fun rather than in the episode. Yeah. I don't know if it is or not, but it looks like it. So we'll do that episode all in one. The four episodes. All in one episode. 
Yes, we will. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you, friends. If you like the episode, you can follow us on a bunch of social medias. Facebook, Facebook. Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. There's a link tree that has it all. Oh, the YouTube's great. Like, just lots of, like, little clips. So Mm. if you're like, oh, I can't sit down and listen to an hour and a bit of podcast. Yeah. Just go and listen to the highlights thing. Watch the highlights thing. It's quite good. Six to eight minutes usually of just nonsense. (laughs) And and I try to put in a bit more effort with random memes and videos and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty good. Lots of fun. Um, But yeah, and also the podcast that you're listening to now, it's on Apple Podcasts, it's on Spotify, it's on a bunch of places. It's like everywhere. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. The link tree has that all in there as well. It does. And that's on everything, I think. Yeah. I have a bad feeling that Barbara's leaving soon. I hate all the things. Uh, there'll be other characters, though. No. You've got so many. you got, like, Leela. Jamie. Oh, Jamie. They already sound bad. Jamie's pretty good. I think he's, like, one of the longest seven companions. Amy. Martha. Jack. Captain Jack. Is that the Australian? No, that's Tegan. Oh, <laughs> sounds awful. <laughs> Tegan's pretty good. Um, Sarah, oh Sarah, that's, you love Sarah. So what you're telling me is I'm right. Sarah is so many Sarah. Sarah is so good. Uh, Liz, Liz is pretty good. Uh, uh, um, Joe, Joe, Joe Grant, so good. <laughs> you realize you're just saying names at me. Uh. I've, I've, we've had experiences with this lady. Ben and Polly. <laughs> and you're trying to be like, it's okay, here's a list of names. Ben and Polly's good. I mean, Adam's pretty bad. Frobisher. That sounds bad. Grace. She's only in one episode, though. Ace. Oh, my gosh. Ace. So good. Mel. She loves carrot juice. Or she gets the doctor to drink carrot juice. Something happens with carrot juice. Ah, uh, um, Charlie. That's more of an audio adventures thing, though. Susan, though she's an important companion. Rory and Clara. Why? And Amy. I said Amy. Adric. Oh my gosh! Just wait till you get to Adric. Harry, Ace, uh, Bizla. I just reversed the polarity. I just reversed the polarity. Reverse, reverse, reverse the polarity. Reverse the polarity.